Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast, a podcast focused on normalizing everyday challenges such as mental health, addiction, grief, divorce, loss, and many more. I hope this episode inspires you to be your best self and to live your dream life one day at a time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Mental Health Monday here on It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. Today, we are talking about self-acceptance. And we're talking about self-acceptance because I think so much of being able to accept yourself is really what's going to make or break whether or not you're able to overcome anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, all these different things that come up as we deal with you know, navigating mental health. And so this actually kind of came to my mind yesterday. Yesterday I was in an AA meeting and if you guys are new here, I am in AA and I have struggled with addiction. And so yesterday in AA, we were talking about step four and in AA, there's the 12 steps and step four is where you are basically listing out your character defects because whenever you're in addiction, generally you are also very selfish, probably disrespectful, probably not very kind to others. You know, there's a lot of things that you have to work through outside of just the addiction whenever you're in recovery. And so AA is really focused on not only just like not drinking, but also being a good person, having your life be given over to God and be led by God, all these different things. So yesterday we're talking about step four, defects of character. And I realized that, uh, insecurity or lack of self-acceptance can be an area where I struggle. And let me tell you what I mean by this. How often do we try to love ourselves, but we have yet to accept the parts of us that aren't perfect or that we don't like. And so I've been on this journey, like I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love myself. But then I realized I can't love the parts of me that I have not accepted yet. Ooh, that's deep, right? So then while we're trying to force ourselves to love ourselves, we are trying to force ourselves to love parts of us we haven't even come to terms with. And so maybe you're one of those people you've always thought, oh, I'll be pretty enough when I lose weight, when I gain muscle, when I look more toned, when I have less cellulite, when I have prettier hair. Like so often we think we'll be good enough when, or life will be good when, rather than just being accepting of the fact that God made each and every single one of us exactly how we were supposed to be with the exact talents, with the exact personality, with the exact voice, like whatever that thing is that you're bothered by, like God wanted you to have that. Unless of course it's something that maybe you came by, you know, through, through a bad habit. But a lot of times we expect ourselves to be perfect. We expect life to be perfect and we struggle to accept anything other than. And so all these things that maybe you're thinking about, I'll be pretty enough when whatever that thing is, interrupt that thought the next time it comes up and instead say, I accept myself exactly as I am. And you guys have heard me talk about affirmations before and affirmations is a huge way that I have been able to overcome self-acceptance and be able to gain self-love and learn to accept all parts of myself. So I'll link an affirmation by this girl Lavender that I love and two of the affirmations that she 
has or says that I love and that I think are so, so helpful are, I accept myself exactly as I am and I am beautifully unique and incomparable to others. That doesn't mean you're better than other people. It just means you can't be compared to others because you aren't here to do what they were here to do, or you don't have their body because you were never supposed to have their body, or you don't have their curly hair because you were never supposed to have it. Like all these things we think we want from other people, that's what they're supposed to have. And we have what we're supposed to have. But for some reason, we always think that what other people have is better than what we have. And so we don't accept what we have because we think there's something out there that's better. And so this is also your little reminder that comparison is the thief of joy. So if you're constantly comparing yourself to others, then you are not going to be happy in your own journey. And I'm going to tell y'all how this has been showing up for me. So I've been talking about how I've been trying to learn to ski the past couple of years. And a little challenger that I have is I don't have to be the best at everything, but like I want to, you know, and uh, that's a me problem. And we're working on that. However, trying to learn how to ski in your late twenties, early thirties, like you're the worst person on the slopes a lot of times. And this past weekend we went skiing and I'm riding the lift up with this mom and her two girls. Both the girls are significantly younger than me, probably like four and six. And these girls, like we're on the lift to the top of the mountain. And so I'm like, great, this like four and six year old for sure are better skiers than I am. And sure enough, we kind of all come off the lift at the same time. We all end up going down the same like slope from that lift. And this little four-year-old, she is zooming. I mean, and here I am like, man, I wish I was as good as this four-year-old on the slopes. (laughs) And that is the thief of joy, me going down the ski slopes thinking, oh, this would be so much more fun if I was as good as this four-year-old. Like, what? I am 31 years old trying to learn how to ski and it's going to be hard and it's going to take a lot of time and I need to accept that and accept that there's going to be a lot of people that are a lot better than me and a lot of people that started a lot younger than me that are a lot better than me. And that is just like a small example, but if you're like me, you may be a little bit of a perfectionist. You want to be the best at everything. And sometimes you just need to accept that you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be the best at everything because guess what? You weren't made to be the best at everything. And so often we let this run our minds, this I'd be happy if, I'd be happy if my family was different. I'd be happy if my spouse was perfect. I'd be happy if I was perfect. And this is codependency, which is trying to control others, fix others, thinking that other people or situations or circumstances hold the key to our happiness when we are the only ones that hold that key. And so I was just doing like a little research into just kind of what goes on behind self-acceptance when I was preparing for this episode. And I was listening to this woman who is a therapist and she was talking about just radical acceptance of yourself, your life, your situations, your circumstances. And she says, we falsely believe we've been given the power to change others or make them do what we want or believe what we believe. And we think that we know better, we know more, or if people would just do what we want them to do or be like us, then everything would be fine. And again, acceptance, you're supposed to be who you are. They're supposed to be who they are. And yeah, maybe you do have things that you could teach them or show them, but that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you have the power to change other people or you have to change other people or you have to be a fixer. And I think a lot of times those of us that struggle with self-acceptance, we also struggle with trying to control others, trying to control situations, wanting people to be how we want them to be instead of accepting them how they are as well. And I think a lot of times we want to be in control because we think it's easier. We think that we can make everybody like us. 
and that if we're just in control, then everybody will like us. And newsflash, not everybody's going to like you. And this is a PSA to me too, because I am a recovering people pleaser. I used to care so much about if people liked me. And now I realized why, because I don't like everybody. There are people that in my past that I've tried to impress and it's like, I didn't even like them. Why was I trying to impress them? And I think so often we think like, oh, if everybody likes us, then like life will be grand. And I was, this has been a little while ago. I heard about this study that basically was saying like 10 to 20% of people will never like you simply because we all have different personalities. And I have worked in HR and I can say that's pretty positively true. Like in coming from like the workplace, I've never had a single person that I've worked with that liked everybody they worked with. I've not had a single person that got along with every single person they worked with. Like we all have different personalities and we weren't made to get along with or to be liked by everyone. However, that doesn't mean that we aren't supposed to be respectful or kind to others, but it does mean that we have to be okay and we have to accept that other people are not always going to like us. And that doesn't mean that we're not likable or that any of our worth or value is tied up in that. That just means we were all given different personalities and we were all given, you know, different people we're supposed to connect with. And it's okay if you don't connect with everybody. So stop letting other people dictate your worth. And also another thing is maybe they don't like you because you remind them of someone they miss or once were. Like I remember one time this girl was trying to befriend me and She reminded me of me when I was younger and I didn't want to be friends with her because she reminded me of a version of myself that I didn't like. And that's a me problem. That's not a her problem. And so this is a reminder that rejection isn't always about you. Sometimes it's about the other person. I also had another scenario where this girl that I still keep up with to this day, she was trying to befriend me. And honestly, it was just a really difficult stage of life. I was in a really busy stage of life. I was in a really difficult stage of life. I was in a really new stage of life and I really just didn't have the time to dedicate to a new friendship. And I think this person always thought that I was like rejecting them and I wasn't. I just literally was trying to kind of survive the day and making grand new friendships just simply didn't fit the bill for that at that time. And I think a lot of times we think that if people reject us, it's something we did. And sometimes it has nothing to do with us. It's literally just what the other person has going on in their life. And I think a lot of times lack of self-acceptance can show up as anxiety and it can show up as anxiety by trying to control others. We're subconsciously doing it because we don't believe we could have handled the outcome if it were different or if it was one we didn't create. So let me say that again. So by trying to control other people, other situations, we're subconsciously telling ourselves if you can't control the outcome, if you're not in control of the outcome, you're not going to be able to handle it. If uh, the outcome is different than you expected, you're not going to be able to handle it. That's why we're trying to control because we're trying to do, you know, this act of self-preservation and we don't need to do that because guess what? You can do hard things. You've done hard things. You've overcome hard things. And uh, I'm, you know, at a point in my life where I'm 31 and I've been married, I've been divorced. I've lost my dad. I've been depressed. I've been anxious. I've been an alcoholic. I've been addicted to drugs. I've done all of these things and uh, I didn't accept myself for so long because I couldn't accept my past. And 
once I learned that I can accept my past and I don't have to try to control other people or other situations, because guess what? I've probably already been through the hardest days of my life and I survived those. So if something else hard happens, I can survive that too. I can handle that too. And I think so often we think that if we're not in control, we're not going to be able to handle the outcome. And this is your reminder that you don't have to be in control and you are strong enough to handle whatever comes your way. So this is your little PSA to accept your past, to accept your family, to accept yourself, to accept where you're at in your career, to accept where you are, even if it's not where you want to be. And I think every single person right now could say they have something that they're working towards. Every single person is not where they want to be in life. Majority of people have big dreams that they're chasing and that they're going after and nobody's life is as fabulous as it looks on the internet. So this is your little reminder to accept yourself because you have to be able to accept yourself, your past, your life, the good and the bad before you can actually learn how to love yourself. So there's this book I read recently. It's called The Gap and the Gain. And it's basically talking about how most of the time we judge ourselves based on where we are compared to where we want to be rather than judging ourselves based on where we started, where we are now, and how far we've come. And so it's essentially this concept of changing how we measure success, changing how we view these different things that we're so focused on achieving. And I'll definitely link it probably in the show notes. It's in like my little Amazon book guide, but it is such a good book because it shows that if we decide that we deserve acceptance and we deserve to be accepting of ourselves where we are, not where we want to be, life will get so, so much better, easier, you'll get stronger and things will just start coming together. So to wrap up, reminder, God made you to be you with your talents, your personality, your quirks, your smile, your laugh, whatever that thing is that you don't like about yourself, God gave you that for a purpose. So if you need a little perspective shift, God's not out here giving us, you know, the worst of things. He's giving us the best of things. All we have to do is learn to accept ourselves and learn to stop comparing ourselves and our journey to other people. So here's three ways to start self-acceptance. So you guys know I'm always going to do a little therapy plug on Mental Health Monday. If this is something you listen to and you were like, I have never done any work on myself, but this is something that I definitely struggle with, maybe it's your time to start therapy and start unpacking some of these things in therapy. Maybe it is time for you to start listening to affirmations every morning whenever you're getting ready. This is a habit I started about a year ago and it has truly transformed my negative self-talk in my mind to be more positive self-talk. And I'll link affirmations in the show notes as well. But essentially what I'll do is there's like a 10, 15 minute YouTube affirmation that I'll listen to while I'm doing my hair, while I'm doing my makeup. And it is just this girl just saying all these wonderful things. And you just repeat the affirmations and remind yourself that you are good enough. And as you do this, the more and more you do this, it actually retrains your brain. So what my negative self-talk used to be, if I got into a different difficult situation, I would be like, man, this is so hard. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough, whatever. Now my positive self-talk is, Ooh, this situation's really hard, but guess what? I've done, I've done hard things before and I can do hard things again. I am strong. God has given me the strength for every single day. God never gives me more than I can handle. Like I have all these affirmations now that I can just pull out of my mind and that I can just kind of channel whenever I notice those negative thought loops coming in. I can now identify them, say, Ooh, 
we don't do that anymore. Let's think some positive things. Let's say some affirmations. And sometimes this literally looks like me stopping what I'm doing and saying these things out loud. Maybe I'm driving and I'm on like a negative thought spiral. I will say these things out loud to interrupt that thought spiral because there's this saying that anxiety and gratitude cannot both uh, take place at the same time. So if you're having anxiety and instead you switch to these positive things, the two cannot coexist. So the positive is always going to win. Okay, third way to start working on self-acceptance is there's a lot of meditations on self-acceptance where the meditation will kind of take you through like, you know, really unpacking the why and getting to the root of these things. And once you unpack the root and you get to the why, then you can figure out why you don't accept yourself, what you need to do to accept yourself. And then once you've accepted yourself, you can really start to love yourself. And I am so passionate about sharing things like this because I did not like who I was for all of my 20s. And I did anything for acceptance because I didn't accept myself. And now that I have self-acceptance and self-love, I just want to share it with everybody and tell everybody you can have self-acceptance. You can change negative thought patterns. You can literally do and be anything that you want to be if you just believe in yourself and give your life over to God. So I hope you guys enjoyed this Mental Health Monday on self-acceptance. I'll link my Amazon books in the show notes. I'll link... um, affirmations in the show notes. I'll try to link a meditation in the show notes. So that way you guys have some actual resources. If you listen to this and you're like, yes, I want to get started. Where do I start? Check the show notes for some links. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. I'm your host, Madison. If you want to get tuned into more episodes, you can click the follow button in the top right-hand side of your phone screen. This will actually notify you when new episodes are published. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps with the show. And last but not least, if you thought of someone during this episode that you were like, hmm, I really need my mom, my bestie, my sister to hear this episode, please share with a friend. And as always, happy healing, babes.